I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 5 p.m. in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday on Shit Out and Cap. It is time for what you need to know. Cappy, that's where you go. What you need to know is provided. oh oh it's my turn oh okay I, you know Sedano I guess he really did bail on us huh well he's got to go to fly to Mississippi or wherever you know. he's going where's All he right. going he's New going Orleans? not Mississippi yeah New Orleans All yeah right. uh, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa good times less than ninety minutes from wherever you are take it away pretty Smithy thanks Christopher so guys the FBI is warning people to not use public phone charging stations because they say that hackers have found a way to introduce malware through the stations. They said, quote, avoid using free charging stations in airports, hotels, or shopping centers. Bad actors have figured out ways to use the public USB ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto devices. Carry your own charger and USB cord and use an electrical outlet instead. The FCC also issued a warning about what they're calling, quote, juice jacking, where they say a hacker uses the public charging ports to steal things like your credit card numbers or sensitive personal information. So that's just like a little, you know. Like well, a what-you-need-to-know kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say a public service announcement, but, you know, same thing as what you need to know, right? Right. Yeah. Um, where can I find a public charging station? They're at, like, airports. and Like I said, airports, hotels, I'm, malls. Yeah, but, but I've never Disney? seen them. I've, like, really? Yeah, I can't. Baseball parks? That's a big thing at baseball parks, I Really? Like. You don't want to yeah. do that. Don't no, do it. I, I didn't even think about it. You know, Cappy, when I was in Vegas last time, even at Yamava, actually, they have charging things on the slot machines. Come on, like, you're kidding the me. New slot they don't want you to leave. Have, yeah, these new slot machines. You don't even plug them in, though. They're like, um, you. So sometimes you don't even know you're using it. They're the the Wi-Fi ones. Sometimes you just stick it in. You don't even know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You don't know. Sometimes and I you don't always know. turn it off because I'm like weird. That's I don't want bad like. If you don't know. Yeah. I don't want the casino knowing all my. I've only used it on once, and that was at Riviera on the, uh, the one of the holes had it. But that's Riviera. Riviera. Right. Is of course, different. you right. can trust right. it there. No yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I saw a video on Instagram of a lady who was sitting in a slot machine, and she swore this slot machine's so hot, I'm not getting up. I refuse to leave, and she peed herself right there in the casino. Because she That's refused to get up. Oh, oh, is that not a nor- is that a normal thing? Yeah, what I saw what? one time when I was in Vegas and I stayed at Bellagio and I was there for St. Patrick's Day weekend. This woman was there on like the Friday when I got there, and she was at the same slot machine. I was there for a couple hours, and she was there like eight to ten hours later. And the next morning, she was still there because she said that she came and would like have her daughter come and like sit at the slot machine for her while she went to the bathroom oh that's annoying that's like people who stand there and hold parking spots that is very annoying she was there for two days hmm is it really annoying though it's rude when people parking spot when people hold parking spots when they stand there i do it on purpose when they when people stand there like no you can't park here because my friend will be here any second i'm holding this parking spot it's very annoying i thought you meant when people like take a long time to get out of their parking no that's also annoying i do that because i think it's funny like you can wait you want my spot you can wait (laughs) Wow. Lock it out, Cap. There you go. Hey, that's what you need to know. It's being brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Now, were you really confused earlier when I said it was National Poutine Day? You don't know poutine? No, I don't know poutine. Oh, poutine's a delicate. You guys know poutine, right? Of course. Tell me what poutine is. I don't know. Beautiful fries mixed in a dip, like a French dip. Imagine a French dip sandwich, except the meat's all cut up. Yeah. And then sometimes you have, uh, what else do you have on the poutine? You got cheese. I thought poutine was like, like fries and gravy. Yeah, fries and gravy. 
Mm-hmm. Canada, right? And then you could all, yes, Canadian. And then there's this joint, I don't remember the name of it, like in Seal Beach, Long Beach, uh-huh. that'll do an Italian poutine. Okay. Mm. So that's like mozzarella, See? a little gravy, like Italian yeah. sauce uh, gravy. Grazie, grazie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm with oh, you. That's nice. That sounds good. How, how have you never had poutine? I don't know. You're I don't a poutine know. kind of guy. I feel like I am a poutine kind of guy. Yeah. You know, at one point in my life, I was really into poutine, but I never could get it out here. You know, what can no. I tell you? So, um, you know, speaking of annoying here for one quick second, and yes. we'll, we'll jump back into the Lakers stuff, obviously, because that's, you know, the pregame's coming up. 25 minutes from now. So I was telling the guys a story yesterday, and of course, everybody here is so virtuous, right, that I, I was in this Uber, and the guy takes a phone call in the Uber and doesn't turn around to rubber or Rachel and me and say, hey, guys, do you mind? I, I got to take this call. So for the next 30 minutes, this guy's arguing back and forth with his girlfriend. Then he merges in another call, and there's another guy arguing. Three people are arguing, and we're in the back of this Uber, right? I'm then, sure Rachel was real happy. Oh, Rachel canceled the ride, and the guy's like, is there a problem? <laughs> yeah, there is a problem, Gosh. right? So, And I am too gutless, right? But the guy's Wait, making a, he's trying to make a living. But I'm gutless. I'm gutless. Rather than saying, excuse me, sir, hey, if you don't mind, um, could you put headphones in, or would you mind taking this call a little bit later? So, so it was on speakerphone. The whole time. Okay. The whole time. Now, it's a little different. So, so then later, he just says, hey guys, sorry about that. You know, And then now he starts texting. 75 miles an hour. This guy's texting I mean, on the freeway. I who would ever do that? Never you. No, I would. Yes. But not when I had people in my car that are paying for my car. Like when you're in the car, you're not paying, so I can text and drive. I well, can pay you if you want. Well, then I won't. Then okay. I won't text and drive. So anyway, and then he got lost at the airport. It was a whole big mess. Well, as it turns out, the reason I'm telling you this story is because what I was saying to everybody yesterday is, God forbid I should be a man. You know what I mean? Like, like be a man and just have enough courage to say to the guy, excuse me, sir, do you mind? You know, but I don't, right? I have no courage at all. No guts whatsoever. You're gutless. 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 So last night, Rachel and I go out for dinner. We go sit down at this restaurant. There's nobody in the restaurant. I swear to you, we got the whole place to ourselves. It's great. Right. Guy comes in, sits down at the bar. He's a few, few feet away from us. He's on his AirPods and he's talking as loud as can be about multi-million dollar deals and his ex-wife and he's screaming at the top of his lungs. Well, you can relate to all those things. Yeah, well, sort of. Okay. Did you try to find out what the multi-million dollar deal is? I did not, although I knew that if Sedano were there, he'd be like, yo, you want to go ask this guy what his deal is? (laughs) And God forbid I have the guts to walk up to the guy and go, excuse me, sir. Um, you seem to be talking about like some really heavy personal stuff. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this like with us listening. Gutless. Didn't say one word. Guy right. ruined the entire dinner. So you're eating at the bar. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't you just move down to the like a, an actual table? You okay there? You drink a little too much water yeah, too fast. Drink so. a little water here. Hey, when it goes down the wrong pipe like that. But why couldn't you just move to a table or away from him? This guy was sitting where you are. Yeah, and we were sitting at a table right behind him. So just move to another table. So he's yeah, but why? Like why not? Like why are people so oblivious? So that you don't like, have to talk about it the next day on the radio. Well, listen, all I'm t- I'm saying is this: I got to come up with some kind of thing, like because I'm gutless. I admit it. <laughs> I admit it. Okay. Like I should have enough guts to walk up to the guy. Excuse me, sir. Hey, so we're having dinner over here, and you're talking really loud. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're not aware of it. You know. But instead, I sat there and let this guy scream at the top of his lungs for 45 minutes, ruining the dinner. So this morning, I was running a little behind. Usually, you know, I'll take the train to Union Station. Then you take the subway over to 7th and Fig, and then we walk down to LA Live. But I was running a little behind, so I jumped in an Uber from Union. Gentleman took a call, and he said, oh, I got to go. You know, I've got I said, sir, go ahead and finish your call. It's okay. We got 10 more minutes. <coughs> you know why? Because I'm a good person, Very Cappy. sweet. I'm a good person. He's just trying to make a living. Very sweet of you. What's, does this call really bother me? 
Well, it didn't really bother me because I was kind of like... No, so it bothered... Rachel. Right, Rachel. right. Tell her to be a better human being. How about that? Well, she's a great human no, being. No, no, no. She's Tell wonderful. her to be better she's human fantastic. being. The guy's trying to make a living driving Uber and he, Lyft. He actually told us, you know, I don't do this very often. So the you know, Uber, Lyft? Yeah, or? He's, he's like, you should uh, be thankful that I'm even driving you guys around. He didn't say that. It's what his, it's what his tone li- said. You're a liar. It's what his tone said. You're a liar. You're lying, Cappy? No, I don't lie, as you ah, know. Uh-huh. As you well know, I do not lie. I do not lie. So listen, are we going to go to this game tonight or what? Yeah. Toyota Lakers countdown to tip-off begins in about 20 minutes with Slee. That, of course, you'll hear all the play-by-play with John Ireland, Michael Thompson at 7 p.m. The play-in tournament, the 7-8 game. Lakers-Timberwolves. Push to the playoffs time, Cappy. Dude, listen. The Lakers this season. This is a big deal for you. It is a very big deal. Because since you've been at this radio station. Correct. Lakers now are right there knocking on the door. Right. You were with us, though, in 20. I was with us for the bubble championship. the bubble. Plus the Rams. Was there for the Super Bowl? I mean, LAFC, LAFC, Dodgers won a World Series. Yeah, but then, uh, but you didn't get any of this down in San Diego. You don't get championships down there. No, um, you get runner-ups. Yeah, you get runner-ups in the NCAA tournament. Like you, you make it to the championship game, and then you. So you on your you cast really done, yeah. with your whole San Diego crew, do you go, guys? This is what it's like to be with a radio station that has champions. Um, no, they understand. Okay, they, they're they're well aware okay. of the problems. In fact, it's funny you say that because I was at a party on Sunday. Um, it was an Easter party, but I was observing Passover. Right, I'll have you know. So while the honey baked ham was sitting right next to the Hawaiian rolls, <laughs> I had the honey baked ham, but I'm celebrating Passover right now. So no Hawaiian roll for me. Now if they had matzah and I could put the honey baked ham on the matzah. That I would do. So it's strictly an Easter party. They weren't weren't wicked to Passover. They were like, what do the Jews think about Jesus? And I was trying to explain it to everybody, and I'm doing a terrible job. I mean, it's just, it's not a conversation. You know, I was trying to watch the Masters. It is a tough conversation. You know? Yeah. So uh, so anyway, where was I on all this? Was there a place where I was going? Do you know? No. Okay, me neither. Matzah? Matzah, Championships? Matzah, honey-baked championships. Yes. So a friend of mine says, hey, look, uh, lifelong lifelong San Diego in this guy. He said, Does he know uh, Hacksaw? Uh, oh, he knows the whole deal. Okay. He said, um, this uh, shot that was made in the Final Four to take San Diego State to the championship game. Now you're game, switching to that, okay. He said, that's one of the greatest moments in the history of this city, uh, in sports. And he goes, and I can only come up with a few. He's like, that? Uh, Padres knocking out the Dodgers last year in the World Series. Dodger fans don't want to hear about it. Chargers one time making it to the Super Bowl by knocking down a ball in the end zone in Pittsburgh. And Steve Garvey, believe it or not, hitting a home run for the Padres to take him to the World Series. Like, we couldn't come up with five. All we could come up with is four. So, yeah, it's kind of sad. Hmm. Which is why I like what's going to happen tonight over at Crypto.com. That is sad for San Diego. It is very sad. SDSU, that was like the thing. It was very sad. All right. Well, did you, by the way, at your master's party. Yeah. So people are watching. Was the sound up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So people are hearing Jim Nance. Yes. Were you telling everybody the story about you and Nance and what happened the week before for the Final Four? Not really. No? Not really. Why not? I don't know. I think most people saw it on social media, or at least that was my oh, so assumption. so these are people that knew you well. Yeah, I think these are like regular, like real people. Real people that are part of the Kaplan crew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Celebrating Easter. By the way, one other thing. Yeah. Hey, by the way, did you break your Lent? Yeah. Are I, you back I, to I, drinking? Well, no, I gave up hard alcohol for oh, Lent. Are you Not, back to hard alcohol? I went hard. And uh, I got to go back to the Lent promise. You do, do you? I, I need Lent year-round because yeah. <laughs> there was a bottle of tequila, there was a bottle of Woodford, there was Jack Daniels. It was I went out of control. You did? Yeah. Hey, nice. And I felt it. I felt it this yeah. time. So well, I think I need, just need to stick to wine and beer. Yeah. Wine and beer. Just just, just give wine. it all up for Lent. 
Like year-round Lent. Well, I don't mind being like, make a little ball try. I've really gotten into it at the golf course. Okay. But I'm thinking of doing a bit. How about this? Yeah. You don't see a lot of guys drinking wine on the course. Uh-huh. Like while you play golf. Uh-huh. Why can't I be the guy who's uncorking on the first hole and drinking a beautiful bottle of red on the course? I got a better idea. Yeah? You ready for this? Go ahead. You like those skinny cans of those Michelob Ultras? Yeah. They got cans of wine. Just like, no, it's good. Canned wine. Not terrible. On the golf course? I promise you. I'm telling you. Not terrible at all. I think my bit is decanting on the first hole. Okay. That's going to be my bit. Okay. Like I just pop open a different bottle of wine every Saturday on the course and we Boy, do social nice. media. That's nice. Right? That's classy. I like it. That's sexy and classy. Sexy and classy. Yes, yeah. it yeah. is. All right, stick around. A radio Tinder is coming up and then some final thoughts as we go into this Lakers-Timberwolves game. Pre-game coverage starting at 5.30. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yes, indeed. Quarter after 5 p.m. in the Southland. Because Lakers coverage begins at 5.30, we move up Radio Tinder. We'd like to play a TV theme or a wrestling theme. Yeah. Yeah, come on. On this day, well, no, happy 54th birthday to Dustin Rhodes, Gold Dust. Look at that. This is not Gold Dust's song. Okay. Well, what can we do? You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Take it away, producer Lindsay. For what it's worth, I mean, there's two. Well, Dustin Rhodes is Dusty Rhodes's son, and that's Dusty Rhodes's song. That's right, only- Daddy. You know, I'm pointing it out because Goldust is like one of my, he's probably my most favorite wrestling character of all time. And his his song is fantastic, but you guys will have to wait for another day. No, but you know that Dustin Rhodes is my favorite of all time too, Daddy. Did you like his son's character, Cappy? It's all right. They talked about it a lot in the uh, documentary that you haven't yet watched. Have not yet watched. Will. Have not yet. No, I will. I will. Because I love Dustin Rhodes. Okay. Guys, you may soon be able to catch up with friends and relatives who have passed away on your computer. Dr. Pratek Desai, a Silicon Valley computer scientist who has founded multiple artificial intelligence platforms, boldly predicts that a human being's consciousness could be uploaded onto digital devices by the end of this year. In a series of tweets that have racked up over 6 million views, the doctor urges people to, quote, start regularly recording your parents, elders, and loved ones. With enough transcript data, new voice synthesis, and video models, there's a 100% chance that they will live with you forever after leaving their physical body. This should even be possible by the end of the year. Uh, Would you want to visit 
with an artificial intelligence version of your dead loved ones. Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy. I'm going to swipe left. I don't think so. You know, like I don't I don't really think that I want to have AI dead grandparents talking to me. I don't know, it just sounds creepy. You know, like like I have voicemails from people who have since died and I still keep them. I don't really know why. Same here. You know, and like I have old videotapes of my grandparents and I never watch them, you know, although I probably should digitize them and convert them. You should them. digitize, yeah. Yeah. But um, the idea of an artificial intelligence dead person in my life, I'm out. How about you, Chris? Like you, you'd be able to like interact with them. No, that's, I, I'm so tired of this AI stuff. Like, I know I sound like the old guy, but it's just bad. I'm sorry. Watch the I home movies. Walk, look at pictures. Listen to old voicemails. But yeah. I don't need. The, it's not real. Yeah, it's like not I, real. Like I got a cousin of mine. You know, he nothing died. is real, Chris. Yeah, no, nothing is real. Well, this it's whole this whole world is a. Uh, it's a We're really, all living in a simulation. In okay. a simulation. That's exactly yes. right. I didn't exactly. know it until my kids came home from college and they told me about this. They're like, We're by the way, I haven't gotten a, a DM from your son's burner account in a while. He must be liking the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I got a few of them last week. And then, of course, the week before, he was going big. Yeah? Yeah. What's the burner account? I don't remember. It's Which like one is it? Is it Greg? DJMJZ or oh, something on Instagram. Oh, it's not Greg and PV? No. It's no, not no. Tim and the OC? <laughs> well, are those burners? I don't know. Oh. No, Greg think, and PV is a real person. He's a real dude. I think those are all people in the circle of trust, Gabby. Yeah. Wait, these are real people? Yeah. They're not bots? Greg and no. PV is a real person. He sent. Didn't he, he send like tortillas or something? He no, did. Cookies. The oh, cookies. Hey, oh, cookies. Hey, by the way, speaking of that, you know, I hadn't eaten anything all day. I literally have not eaten a, a darn thing. Just before we're getting ready to come on the air, Boss Amanda and Carlo from the Fun and Games Department. Yes. They said, "Hey, have a taco mm-hmm. from Jack in the Box." I'm like, "You're kidding me." There's an extra taco. By the way, have you had one of these? Yes. Yes. I haven't had one in 20 years. They were so good, right? They're bomb ass. Yeah, because we haven't had them. <laughs> but it was producer Laura that picked them up because Jorge wanted to do a bit on the Mission Ireland. Oh, what so a giving sweetheart. credit to Carlo and Amanda was producer Laura. Producer Laura, but thank you. Go, you haven't. I mean, everybody. You know, you I haven't had a late night Jack run in a long time. But sometimes maybe you go in the middle of the day. Nothing wrong with Jack. Mm. Can I intervene? Because people were asking how we like lost over the fact that Lindsay has a burner and they wanted to talk about that. You That's guys true. Were talking about burner. Oh, you That's guys true. brought it up. Yeah, they Lindsay's burner yesterday. phone. Yeah. And people My want phone to know started about ringing it. during the show. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Oh, the burner want... phone? Yeah, that's what I said. Is How crazy was that the other morning right. when Lindsay texts and it's from a different number? And I'm like, who is this? I was like, <laughs> right. who's on this chat now? Yeah. So it's not like I just texted you guys from a burner phone. It's a different number because the like I said, number. with the new iPhones, you can have two actual phones. And they're not like these like apps or anything weird like that. It's literally a SIM no, card gotta, built into your phone. Up. I got a few breezies that are on the, the WhatsApp. It's not wrong. Really? Breezy I, Airlines? I mean, everybody, every, but it's yeah, not, well, though. It, it's, it's not it's like a, a WhatsApp, separate it's a separate phone. number. Gotcha. Yeah, this but is Google a number? separate phone. I don't know. I don't ask, but it's oh, an, it, it's like comes from a different, it's all the green bubbles, but it's a few breezies. You know okay. what? I give you guys all props because I can barely handle one phone, one number, and the fact that you guys- Oh, I don't have one. The breezies have them. Oh, I the feel breezies. like most people have work phones, though. No, I don't think so. Not anymore. I think so. No, I, don't, I, think, I, think, I think out of out of 100 people surveyed, top five answers on the board. How many phones do you have? The top answer is one. In fact, I would say more. <laughs> I would say that more people probably do now more than they used to because if it's anything like you know, any most big companies when you like check your work email through like Outlook or whatever on your own personal device, then like you. you're you're accessing. They have access to anything on your phone at any time, and most people don't realize that they just do it because they want to be able Cappy. to check their email. Nope, nope, not good at all. I, I'll tell you, I was in an Uber recently, not the one where the guy talked on the phone without asking us, but uh, I was in this Uber and this guy had three phones, three of them lined up right there. That's a like, bit much. And I'm like, you know what? 
That's the new cool thing. If you don't have three phones, you are a little B, okay? But now, if you got three phones, you're cool. I remember back in the day when it was like the BlackBerry era and the Premier Radio Network where we used to work for Sports Radio. I was like, I had made it when they got me the company flip phone for calls <laughs> and the company BlackBerry for email. Yeah. That was like, oh, I'm so yeah. cool, you're man. You're the man. So cool. And then they finally figured out, well, we'll just pay for the BlackBerry phone part two. They're like, we'll take back your flip phones now. And I was like, no, man. I only have one device. <laughs> Right, See, but the baseball. thing too about like having the other line is like, like I said, it's only with the new, the newest iPhones where they don't have like the SIM cards in them. Like the, you know, you used to just have like your SIM card. That's how you activate your phone. And now it's all done digitally. Like there's, it's called an eSIM, so you don't even have to have a separate phone directly. Right. Right, anyway, let's, let's keep going here. We uh, got a little radio Tinder action happening in advance of Slee and the Laker pregame show. The, the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off. That's exactly what I meant. And the Lakers and the Minnesota Timberwolves coming up at about 7 o'clock tonight. All right, so a Monopoly match in Belgium turned into a literal bloodbath after a perturbed neighbor confronted the players with a samurai sword. Uh, The four Monopoly players were arguing with each other outside on the porch so loudly that a neighbor came over to confront them. Things escalated after the neighbor came out of his home with a katana, which is a curved Japanese samurai sword. The neighbor got into a tussle with one of the Monopoly players who tried to grab the sword and accidentally pulled it from the holster and it sliced both of them. Oh, you don't want to try to grab the sword. Uh -uh. Yeah, you don't want to ever do that. Because it'll slice you. Yeah. Yep, exactly. They were both hospitalized with the Monopoly player being discharged the next day, but the samurai sword yielding neighbor is still there in critical condition. Wow. So don't bring a sword fight or a sword to a Monopoly game. I yeah. guess something like that. <laughs> that that's the, don't mo- bring the, sword that, to the sword That's fight. the moral of the story. Yeah. So have you guys ever gotten into like a serious fight or argument with someone when you were that started when you were playing a game? You know, whether it's like a board game or just like a pickup basketball game or whatever. Have you actually ever like taken a game so seriously that you get in a fight with somebody? I love playing Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. So I why? Take it my, you take it seriously? Monopoly's good with a breezy because it kind of locks them in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But tell oh, me. it's the longest game ever. It takes so long. Really? Yeah. Hours. And so, so that's good for a breezy? Well, it depends. Like you, It seems innocent. Like, yeah, hey, why don't we get together and play Monopoly? And they're like, oh, that's cute. Then you just, you know. It, you it, it it to, it's you like want. taking somebody to play golf. Uh, you kind of lock them in for hours. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Um, I, I did get into a fight one time when I was a kid um, at like a racquetball court. Really? Yeah, like an outdoor racquetball court. And I was playing against some guy who I didn't really know. And we were playing, and he said something, and I said something. And next thing you know, we were pushing and shoving, and then we were throwing dukes. Yeah, over a racquetball game. Terrible. I've gotten into a lot of fights with my brother, specifically from like whether it was like baseball or Monopoly. Like I remember one time we got in a fight playing Monopoly because he was cheating. And he like body slammed me on the Monopoly board and the money went flying everywhere and it was quite a scene. Really? And did any oh, yeah. of the little pieces get stuck anywhere? Like in no. your like, back or anything? Because that sounds painful to me. I like don't little remember. hotels and houses. Oh, it's the worst when the like, hotel gets in a crevice? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah when you, you step on it, <laughs> when you step on the little hotel, right. it's like stepping you, on a Lego. Right. You yeah. know how bad they hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So you got body slammed right into the Monopoly pieces. Yeah. The dog hurts when yeah, you Yeah, you don't want the, the dog, dog or the iron. Yeah. They still got the iron? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Laura, you ever get into a fight over a board game or a sporting event? No? Laura's in the middle of uh, getting us ready for Lakers basketball tonight. Oh. By the way, we got a text from the great David Kent, one of our David. marketing consultants who I know who has a big part on this show sometimes. I, I love David. He was not happy about me talking about drinking wine on the golf course. Really? He says, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Yeah. 
Apparently, David was in an accident, a biking accident, but he's okay. okay. So he's on the mend. Okay. And listening to this show. Oh, I didn't know David was in a biking accident. Apparently, that's what oh, I heard. Oh, get well soon. Yeah, yeah, it's got me scared off my bike. There's Man, so many people, accidents out people there. People are so disrespectful to bike riders, though. Yeah, they are. All right, Lynn, you got one more? We, we, uh, I do. I okay. have one more. All right, one more Radio Tinder. A California teenager just won a million-dollar lottery prize on his 18th birthday, the first day, of course, that he was legally allowed to play. Wow. He didn't even buy the appropriately named perfect gift scratch-off ticket. It was a gift from his mother, his grandmother, actually. He told lottery officials, quote, my mom was driving me to go fishing, and on the way, I scratched it. We had to pull over. It was a million dollars, and I didn't even have an ID yet. We turned around and went home because I had to get an ID before I could even claim the ticket. He says he'll use the winnings for college and to best invest in his future. What is the luckiest thing that has ever happened to you, Cappy? Ooh. Oh, man. Sedano and I saved his career. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was pretty lucky, wasn't it? Um, gosh, I wish I had like one of those really good lucky stories, but like my scratcher cards are like $2 wins. You know, ooh, I got $2 back. You know, I, don't, I, I guess one time I did hit a pick six down at Del Mar, and I think we... We may have won like $100,000, of which I was Ooh. entitled to about 2500 That's so uh, good. But winning a pick six is kind of lucky. Chris, how about you? you ever I was with the great Tony Bruno, mm-hmm. of course, sports radio legend. Taught mm-hmm. me a lot of my catchphrases. Okay. Uh, this was early in the early 2000s. We were at Bally's Las Vegas because we used to do a lot of promotions. He, it was like 4 a.m. And he was, what was, I think it was the slots or something. Mm-hmm. And he won like 10K. And he handed me a thousand. And at nice. the time, that was a lot of money. Yeah, you know, nice. for, you know well, I was just starting out in the business. You know, it's funny you say that. Uh, a friend of mine gave me twenty dollars one time. I was going to Vegas for the Kentucky Derby. He said, "Put it on the longest shot, fifty to one." So another friend of mine said, "Don't make the bet. Just take the bet yourself. The horse has no chance to win." So I was going to put the twenty bucks in my pocket, and you know, there, but I didn't. I actually <laughs> went and made the bet. The fifty to one long shot won the race in the Kentucky Derby. How much Derby. was it? Uh, I want to say a $20 bet paid like 1500 bucks or something wow, like that. That's sweet. Yeah, so then I brought him back the money, and he did the same thing. He gave me like you know 100 bucks. I thought I was super lucky. That's, that's awesome. Cool. How about that? You know, my, um, m- one of my good friends when we went to late- Vegas last summer, he, in, like, he was meeting his friend from the Army there. The guy just got divorced, was all like sad and excited to be like, oh, I just need like to get a break, never been to Vegas, never played slot machines. Literally sits down for the first time ever at any type of slot machine and puts in twenty dollars and won ten grand right next to me. Wow! Right next to me, and I was like, "Really? Of course you're going to win." When I would, you know, I'm always here playing slot machines. Wow, but yeah, that's, that's a good win. It's a good victory mm-hmm, right there. Mm-hmm. All right, well there you have it. Radio Tinder presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. All right, so we're going to go across the street here to crypto, and we're going to see the Lakers tonight annihilate Minnesota. And I say it like that for this reason. You're playing a team that has been nationally humiliated over the last two days of Rudy Gobert punching his teammate and McDaniels walking off the floor and punching the wall and breaking his hand and two of your five top players are now gone in this game. You're at home. LeBron and AD for the first time in front of a sold-out crypto house tonight in their postseason career playing against a wounded team like Minnesota, a wounded animal like the Timberwolves. Come on, man. This game shouldn't even be close, right? And don't tell me about must win, but it's not really a must win, because if they don't win, then they can still play and they can still make it. That's nonsense. This team needs to win this game tonight. Alan Sliwa will have more on that. And then John Ireland and Michael Thompson will call the action this evening. And we will be in the house.
You ready to go? Let's go. Good night, everyone. All right. Enjoy Lakers basketball right here with Slee on 710 ESPN. The push to the playoffs is on, Jack.